welcome to the Pole Strong podcast with me, your host, Becky Dunn. Delighted today to introduce you to the amazing Terry Fierce, three times world pole double champion and two times Irish pole solo champion. Terry, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Becky. I am so excited. Do you know why I'm so excited? Is because for me, you feel like one of the originals. Like I (laughs) followed you from the like from my the beginning of my polka like journey no which way. was yeah which oh, was eight was so years nice. ago wow so for me this is so cool to have uh-huh. like to be able just to have this conversation and be able to connect but um for oh, you personally you. how how have you found the last year I, this is what this has been my first question for everyone right. by the way because it's just been that's crazy <laughs> that's a good question okay personally I found it really good about it actually great yeah which is probably not the common answer but to be honest I think it did like wonders for my mental health because I hadn't slowed down in a long time and it forced me to slow down so honestly like it was brilliant it was just what I needed and it was just around the right time so I mean obviously it's a terrible situation and it's it hasn't been good for a lot of people but for me like it was the rest that I needed and it gave me like time to just kind of recalibrate my goals and decide what I want to do more so going forward and yeah I feel like it launched me back into the studio with like just a renewed appreciation for our job you know like we have the best job in the world so I definitely needed to slow down and it did me good yeah it was great I actually agree with you on that I have because I've been I teach every well I was teaching four sort of nights a week and then Uh, and then training as well and, and being out and about and I, I work alongside this um so right. yeah, yeah. Wow. I've, nev- I've never had an evening I've never been at home as much as I had been and like just to be able to have that time yeah yeah it, yeah it was it was so so nice yeah I'm totally. so yeah I'm, it, I'm, I'm glad that you were I'm glad that sort of it's been positive for you that's that's great yeah. so where did it all start for you when did you get into pole like how did that happen it okay so I went to I moved from like a, a town in the middle in the midlands of Ireland so very much in the country I moved up to Dublin for college and that was fine went to college or whatever and then I got a job in one of the global banks up there and that was fine but I just like even the little town that I'm from didn't really have any kind of dancey stuff you know you could do ballet or you could do Irish dance or you could do gymnastics which is fine but I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to try pole fitness because to me that's a mix of dance and gymnastics and there was obviously nothing like that down home so I just decided I was like I'm gonna go try a class and go see how how it goes and so I booked myself in to a class in like I couldn't even, do you know what? I couldn't even tell you the year. I should be able to say the year. Like, <laughs> that oh long. Like 13 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah, a long time ago. And I just went and I fell in love with it. And it's funny because in Ireland, like pole fitness and pole dance was, was so different back then. Like, I know it's probably the same for you even eight years ago, like when you started, like there's just, there was such different ways of teaching. And like, for example, we never really did a warm up in this particular studio. This studio was a dance studio and it taught like jazz and it taught hip hop, it taught salsa. And the pole fitness instructor had gone to the UK to learn pole from a girl who was working as a stripper. So she came back and she had all the sick tricks, but like 
the warm-up was not actually looking back on it it wasn't great for what we were doing you know so you know the way we need to warm up our shoulders we need to do such conditioning for pole and there was none of that so i'll never forget the first class was like we did body rolls for ages and then <laughs> we put our heels on and then we straight away put our heels on and it was like you started off in heels so that's the way it was when i started and it was so different then as the years went on it became more like sporty people were wearing runners and they were like they were coming away from the heel side of things and now of course it's such a lovely mix of both everywhere you know but just it's so funny when I think back to that first class I was I just got so hooked you know you must have been the same like when you when you you're like this is amazing this is gymnastics on a like it's so cool so I just fell in love yeah yeah I totally agree I actually went for a class and then it was a bit too far out from where I was going and I went with a friend and at the time and I think this is why Poe is so good for body confidence and just confidence in general because I was so scared to go by myself I really really didn't want to go but then I knew I wanted to go back to a class so badly that if I wanted to go back, I'm going to have to just be brave and just go for it. Like the bullet, um, yeah. Yeah, so I did, but you're totally right. The way in which we learn, we I didn't do any conditioning. Yeah. Or it's anything. Funny, it? Yeah, mm. it, it is. So when did you, you know, you competed with doubles. You're the three times yeah. world champion with Lisette. Is it, is, it, yeah. is it all those titles with Lisette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You two together a powerhouse oh yeah so we had some good fun like oh my god those championships were like those routines were I still look back on them with such fondness you know god it's such a good time yeah so how far into your pole journey were you then so I would have competed myself as a solo artist twice in Ireland so I had already been teaching for a good long while and then I was like, oh my God, there's competition. So I had already competed for, for a good bit. And I think we did, myself and Lisette did an Irish competition then. And I would say we had only been doing doubles for like a year, maybe. Like, no, it wasn't that long. It really wasn't that long. But then when you think about it back then, doubles was so new as well. So, yeah. I mean, we didn't, so we were individually training different things. Like set comes from a different background. and I had already been competing in pole. She had competed in pole twice, I think as well in Ireland and then by the time we came together we already had a certain fitness level of course but in terms of how far along it was into my career it would have been 2013 when we won wasn't it so like I was what six years in so you yeah. had already competed solo first before yes. you went and went into doubles yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how early on did you compete did you did you know that you want was there a point where you were like I, I want to compete this is what I want to do so I, I actually just considered them kind of showcases because I, I really didn't, um, I think it was like 2011, maybe it was 2010 was the first time I competed. I can't remember exactly the year, but I remember thinking, oh, this is great. I'll get to see what other people do and I'll get to show what I can do. But I don't think I thought about it like, oh, I want to win or I didn't really see it in a competitive way. And then when myself and the set started competing, I was like, okay, it would be really cool to win. Like, it would be really cool to like, keep going up and up and up but when I started it was honestly like oh I'd love to meet other like-minded people like what you said earlier you know it'd be really nice to just see people who are in the same industry as me so that was the reason I did it it wasn't even like to win or anything but the competitions went well always so that was good that's so good do you think they're really do you think they're different now do you because I feel like there's a lot of I've looked I've never competed I've looked at competing but it, it makes me feel so overwhelmed 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a saturated. There's so many competitions now, Mm. but the good, the upside to that is that you could choose a competition that suits your style. So like the way you could choose some like pole art or you could decide to do IPSF or, you know, that kind of like, you can read loads of different styles, isn't there? Pole theatre. That's it. Yeah. So you can decide, oh, I think I'll do exotic or I think I'll do sporty or I think I'll do art. Like it's great now, but back then, like it was just the All Ireland Championships and the World Championships, wasn't it? Like it, it wasn't really as divided as it is now. Um, yeah. I just remember seeing those the double photos of you guys, especially yeah. the one. Um, I can't remember what what the, the exact one, but one of you's doing an INX, and I think one where oh, you're yeah. in like a, when you're like in a oh, like an L set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still remember that. It's absolutely oh, insane. Yeah. And That's then, such a cool move. Yeah, yeah, and then. Um, you, so you worked with Dragonfly too, and then you had the you had yeah. the um, like tops named after you guys. Yeah, how, yeah, that's how right. Did yeah. That, feel? that is so. That's just so nice. I still think about that. I'm like, that's steady. Like we actually have clothes named after us. It felt so good. Like honestly, there's such golden years because like I feel like there's a bit of momentum going with us. You know, we were being asked to be ambassadors for this, or we were you know brought here and there to teach workshops and stuff. Honestly, like that whole that whole bunch of like six or seven years whatever it was was just such a golden time yeah and I was like we have tops named after us like this is mental you know <laughs> so cool like so cool I still love that like yeah yeah I it's such all a... I have is dragonfly upstairs is so much stuff like <laughs> yeah such a key brand in the industry too yes. oh yeah totally yeah like the go-to definitely yeah oh you can't go I wear their leggings to everything like and I actually just mailed them the other day. I was like, look, would you mind sending me some more leggings? And I was like, please, I, I just train them so much that they end up getting wrecked, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll have some some more soon because they're amazing leggings, yeah. No, I think that's so great. Like, what an achievement. Mm. And what, like you say, to have that to look back on too. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get to Fierce Fitness? Because if I, I might be wrong, but do you do, you, um, do this with your sister? No, so Sarah is. We just use the same surname for the on the Insta on social media, but like her name is yeah, her name's Sarah O'Reilly. We're not related, but she would be like my best best friend. Like I've known her. She would have been one of my students back when I started. So then I asked her to teach for me. You know the way you need cover, and I was like, look, it'd be really great if you could do a few classes for me or whatever. And then she wanted to open up a studio herself, so she just went under my name. So she opened up the Dublin studio. She's been open seven years now this year, which is crazy. And I think I've been open 12 years. So Fierce Fitness has been going for 12 years. Like, But um, that's the thing. I started teaching for that company that I told you about, the first place that I went to take a class. I started teaching for them. And I was also teaching for another dance company. But there were dance companies, not pole studios, you know. And I was teaching all around Dublin. And then I just thought to myself, I could do this myself. And the reason behind it as well was... I just didn't understand like the kind of conveyor belt way that they were like, get them in, get them to pay, get them out, next person in next. It was very much like, it wasn't about student development. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to create a place where, as most studio owners do, I wanted to create a place where people could like build their pole career, like go from beginner to advanced, you know? So that's why I set it up. That's how Fierce Fitness was born. God, yeah. So Fierce Fitness is your baby. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. I just well, this is it, isn't it? You just look from social media from the outside looking in, and I thought that's so cute. So you shut that up, her sister. <laughs> we're we're so close though. Like we do we do pretty much everything together. Like we go on a family holiday together every year with like my parents and her parents. So it's gas. We we might as well be sisters. Yeah, she's she's such a lovely person. She's amazing. So yeah, and that's amazing. And also to be able to have that person. So do, yeah. you, do you, is there, so there's two separate studios under the yes. yeah, amazing yeah. and to have yeah. somebody that you trust completely to to run a separate studio for you totally yeah yeah she's just she like if I could clone myself the way she teaches would be very similar to the way I teach so we have the same kind of morals and values and things like that in terms of what we want to achieve do you know so it's really good yeah I couldn't have asked for a better person and then Michael who's my business partner in my yes branch he literally is like my best friend as well so it's just I couldn't ask for two better people to run a business with but it's so funny because you know you're like right we'll go for a business lunch and we'll talk about what we want to do next term and work out the curriculum for such and such and this and that and then you just end up having such crack because you get on so well like it's never at work you know that way yeah so, and what and that's so the way they say if you do what you love it never feels like you're working don't yes, they? and that's yeah. exactly it yeah yeah so in the studio like you know we would train together a lot and it just never feels like you know we're never competing with each other and there's never any ego or anything like that it's just friendship so uh, I'm so lucky thank god <laughs> so are the studios great. quite close your the other studio that you have so my one is in um Maynooth, which is actually in County Kildare which would be if I were to drive to Sarah's studio it would only take me about a half an hour Oh, that's but, quite cool. Yeah, but you know the way there's like in Dublin there's like Lisette and there's Sarah and there's Arlene who runs another studio, um. So like, even though we're all within thirty minutes drive of each other, there's there's so many people. You know, there's loads of students, and there's enough for everybody. So even though we're all pretty close, like it works out really well. <laughs> that's amazing, though. That's mm. you know, it's you don't want to all feel like you're in competition with each other. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, and it, or even more so that students can't train at other places, or it's important, oh, yeah, isn't yeah. it? It's important to yeah. No, I hate I hate all that crap. Like if someone wants to go somewhere else, I'm like, perfect, have a great, you know, that's totally fine. But I do I do hear that like it's not that way everywhere. I do hear that, but yeah, in in Ireland we're pretty, like we're almost not like sister studios, but like if someone asked me for like if they couldn't come to one of my classes, I would just send them to one of the other girls. Do you know that way? So it just works out really well. It's yeah good. no you're totally right it's not it's so taboo in some areas like yeah, yeah. The, the thought of going yeah the thought of going somewhere else is like an absolute yeah. no-go yeah it's gas it's crazy it's crazy yeah. so did you have a sporting background or did you, you know did you Nothing. do any sports at all when no. you were younger I was terrible like I would be the one who would you know when you're doing like PE in school when you have to do like football or basketball I'd be like oh this on my period I need to sit this one out and I would <laughs> I was on my period every week like I was like oh I can't I'm just um, it's a bit sore I just never liked the stuff that we did in school because it was always yeah. Gaelic football or basketball and I'm five foot one I could do you know so I'm just so bad at like that kind of thing <laughs> and then and then there was one time I remember in school that they brought in a girl to do gymnastics and I was like oh my god handstands and I was so happy but I think because because those were the kind of sports that were around me I just never fell into a sport maybe I would have if it had been more dance orientated like you know like if there'd been hip-hop classes or something maybe but no generally I didn't really do anything pole was the first thing that I stuck with and I just 
it never felt like you said earlier it never felt like work to train so like it was always fun yeah so no nothing so your strength and flex and flexibility I'm I'll keep them separate but not that flexible (laughs) what you are really flexible not really no (laughs) is it all thank you you make it oh yeah (laughs) um so your strength we'll start with strength did you how do you work on your strength or was did it was it something that come quite naturally to you you know I think I think there's a certain element of you must know this yourself do you know when you're teaching so many classes and you're demonstrating the movements you know left right and center backwards slowly you know on a spinning pole on a static pole you just end up getting much stronger by naturally by accident yeah so I think the fact that I was teaching it always kept me on a level like I always had to try to have something challenging for the girls to teach them so I nearly was strong by default and then I also started like in the last couple of years I've started doing more strength and conditioning the more knowledge I get the more I realize like we have to build up our rotator cuff we have to you know take care of our joints we're so like I'm susceptible to tendonitis you know the grip from grip so like you get golfer's elbow from doing too much so I'm really working around I'm trying to work towards making all the supporting muscles in my shoulders and all the muscles in my core just that little bit stronger separately without being on pole and I think then when you come back to do tricks and you come back to teach it becomes a lot easier so I've definitely implemented a lot more strength conditioning but like I said when we started like there was none of that you know it was just and when you think about the movements that we teach we need to have like supporting training supporting like movements for the girls to learn before they do all the crazy stuff but I definitely I would have probably learned the wrong way I threw myself in the deep end and and just was like trying all these crazies. And my first studio had like a concrete floor. We didn't have any mats. It was very raw. So, oh. like, so you either get strong or you're going to, you know, fall on your head. So definitely teaching is probably what's made me stronger. But I've been a bit more sensible about it in the last few years now. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think you hit the nail on the head there, really. It's um, it's stabilizing the muscles when you work on your shoulder strength and your core yeah. strength, when you're yeah, doing yeah. those big power moves that everybody wants to do, like the handsprings and the INX. Yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need those muscles stabilized yeah. to prevent injury. Yeah. So what have, you, what have you been doing? Is there anything in particular that, that work, has been working for you? Or um, So I've been training on rings. Myself and Michael and Sarah do a session twice a week where we train either pull or push conditioning. So we train on rings and we train on parallettes. And because those two apparatuses are so unstable, like, but you're evenly training both arms, I just find like that works so well to build up. So like I would do, you know, pull-ups and kind of like chest flies and stuff like that on rings. And because they're so unstable, you're like, you nearly have to get strong, nearly fast forwards, fast forward your strength training, you know. So that's what I've been doing lately. And then um, we were teaching over the lockdowns, we were teaching strength and conditioning classes. But because a lot of our students didn't have poles, they were just strength and conditioning classes on the floor. So like you'd have your mat and you'd have maybe some light weights and even just, you know, all these kind of like lifts and stuff, yeah. shoulder presses, like these kind of movements just to just to condition the muscles. But like, those classes were never like we were always sweating but like they'd never do you in the way a session on rings would so definitely you know using those apparatuses has has made it a lot more 6.0 training you know it's gotten a lot yeah well this the rings in particular like you say are so unstable so you really have to work twice as hard to yeah yeah 
stabilize yourself and your body and also yeah. get that burn that you're you know and make sure you're using the muscles correctly yeah yeah so I love I love rings and I like training on the parallettes as well even s- simple things like pull-ups and dips and stuff like that that would definitely be in my training routine and then in, in the beginning of each class we would do either the beginning or the end depending on the class we would do a section just on conditioning so like every day in each class I'm still doing like planks and like squats and push-ups and stuff like that so that would all kind of add in I guess you could always do more though I'm always like oh, I should probably do more <laughs> yeah with what time that's what I'm always like, that's like the thing. there's yeah. so much I want to do but my yeah. time is so limited yeah of course um, yeah. but yeah so you teach every evening then no so well I teach not anymore I teach um Tuesdays and Thursdays now I was teaching every evening but um then I because I work full time and then I I went back to uni um Amazing. part-time um so one day a week and I was like I can't teach and work and train and do it was just it was becoming overwhelming yeah yeah um yeah yeah, I, I teach twice a week now, and then I just um, train on a Saturday. But I do a lot of cross training as well. That's why I was right. quite keen to. And I find that from cross training, my strength has improved significantly. Totally, yeah. Significantly. Because you're evenly training, like you're evenly training both arms, and like, and then I, I was also doing like basic weights, so like, you know, doing all those kind of simple exercises, like the gym exercises, but with weights, like just that you're evenly working on both sides whereas I found like if you're trying to get like let's say an iron x okay so you have to keep training the iron x but then you're very much just pulling with one arm and pushing with the other arm of course you train both sides but primarily you know if you want to get a video of it or whatever you'll be doing it on your on your less you know your more awesome side so like I definitely found I was getting injured a lot more just training pole so when I cross train it's it's so beneficial like I yeah it just fast forwards your training for sure definitely and so I during lockdown was using a kettlebell and yeah. from the, from then on I don't really use anything other because yeah. I find it's the most transferable to what we do yeah especially yeah. again with stabilizing those muscles it's helped really strengthen my wrists yeah because um, you've got to grip the thing the whole time so yeah yeah absolutely my back my shoulders my core in particular everything <laughs> but you're totally right you know you want you want to do these big powerful moves but you want to you want to do them and then be able to come out of them like for me the goal was to always be able to put an INX in a routine yes yeah, yeah you know exactly. I, I, want, I want to be able to INX and then I want to be able to come down and go back up again <laughs> yeah and just continue on yeah like when mm. you think about what you've got to do you've got to dance for at least three minutes in a routine let's say two and a half minutes minimum so like you have to have also stamina and stuff like that I've been doing a little bit of cardio training as well um nearly accidentally so I started doing jujitsu wow have you which is which is so random but um one of my students that has been coming to me for like 10 years she runs a jiu-jitsu studio and she's been saying to me for so long to try it out so I finally did but I, I started doing just private lessons because obviously they didn't have classes running for a while so and the cardio that you need to do that is unbelievable yes yeah. you know it's just non-stop like and it's full body movement so that definitely will probably help with performances and things like that going yeah. forward you know yeah, my yeah. Um, my husband does a lot of uh, martial arts. So during lockdown, when you know, like I say, you can't you can't do anything. So yeah. he was teaching me kickboxing and boxing and th- those as well. Cool. It was 
to have well to, even to be able to have those skills yeah. felt felt amazing but to be really? able to just do something different yeah um but so he started jujitsu as well and comes home and then is always like let me show you this let me get you in that uh-huh. triangle pose yes <laughs> like, oh, wrap me up it. on the floor I love it. You're like, take my arm. Yeah. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Because I didn't do anything. But yeah, yeah jiu-jitsu it's... is amazing. It's just, oh, it's so cool. And because you have to be so smart, like you have to really think about like the body. And do you know what? It's made me come back to, to pull with another level of appreciation for it because like you start to learn all the angles in jiu-jitsu that like you learn to be so careful with another person's body and also with your own. So like, you know, that this angle is going to make someone tap out. Whereas if you could push as hard as you want with this angle and they're never going to tap out. So it's like learning the angles and like how to be safe and stuff like that. Obviously I I would have done a lot of that with doubles with the set. Like you, you learn to kind of really, I don't know, you figure out more, I think from dealing with somebody else, you start to learn more about yourself. So the jujitsu, when I come back to pole, when I came back to pole after lockdown, I was like, oh, this is actually really helpful. Like, it's made me look at it a different way. So, well, that makes I'm sense. Because that. It's like you say, the way that you can manipulate a muscle. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like you said, if you extend an arm a certain way, mm. and that, and even so, the pressure that goes through that to make somebody tap, it does make yes. you think, you know, about being safe in your body positioning on the palm. Yeah. Totally. you yeah. can feel it can't you even you know when you're doing a move and something doesn't quite feel right yeah 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 you know, totally. it's like it's the same but that's really cool I think it'll be interesting to see how you find that helps yeah. like long term yeah no I and I think like I'm after getting hooked and I definitely think <laughs> it's I'm a bit worried because I'm like where am I going to find the time to you know when the classes start properly like when things yeah. start really kicking off but like where am I going to find this um but I'm excited to see like how they both can help each other you know and you know Sarah Scott does jiu-jitsu yes I was going like, to say this because yeah. I was watching she she's been doing some and yeah. again I, I'm hopefully going to be speaking to her in the next couple of days oh, cool. um, so I'm interested to speak to her about that as well because yeah, yeah. I'm interested to know more so how she's found that too with her mm. with doing pole with yeah. her recovery oh. and all of it. I must watch that. I must watch that one then. I'll be tuning in to see Sarah Scott. Like, what does she say? What does she say? Yeah. This again is like the reason why I did this because yes. there's like you've got a really big audience on Instagram and you know people want to hear what people want to hear what you say. Like even for me, I want to hear. I want to know. You know, we all do. Thanks, and guys. It's, <laughs> and it's the same for anybody. And there's a lot of influencers across the UK, and mm. you know, and we all want to know what what everybody's up to and how they yeah. structure and their lifestyle and all that totally. crazy stuff. Yeah. So, what what does your sort of downtime look like? Your so you teach a lot. Where do you, what downtime do you get? Like, so now this you started you did too as well. <laughs> yeah, this is the problem. So since we reopened, like I'm doing, obviously numbers are a lot lower and stuff like that because of restrictions and, and things, but we're, we're back with a bang to a certain degree and I'm teaching 30 classes a week, which is, I've never taught that many, but a lot of people want one-to-one private lessons now yes. uh, as well as classes. And I don't know, I think maybe because people didn't have the studio open, our students didn't have the studio open for so long, now they're like, oh, book me in for everything, you know, which is great. But I'm teaching 30 classes a week and then I'm trying to do jujitsu on top of that. And then I'm trying to, I take, also then I would take the odd online class, like not too many, but like a kin stretch class or I've been taking some of Annette Blower's classes. She's unbelievable. So my downtime now is literally cleaning the house or like it's time for me to like, 
do my washing honestly like that's what I'm finding I love that I love like okay I have this morning to myself and that is what I end up doing is either cleaning doing my washing or like I'll probably read a little bit but honestly like it's just puttering I love puttering around the house or like maybe doing a little bit of gardening but like that I'm generally trying to catch up with myself since lockdown ended but during lockdown my downtime was just oh my god I just got into RuPaul I was gardening all the time for walks on the canal drinking loads of wine so it's very different now but um I like all those things but also like you're never well hopefully we'll never experience a lockdown like that so again yeah. So to be able to take that time out and like you say, drink wine, eat, oh, you know, do do whatever totally. you want. It was, yeah. you know, it was for so some nice. mm, yeah, definitely. Nice. And um, yeah. I, I feel like sometimes those those little things that you need to do, like your washing or stuff like that, is it just it clears your mind for me. Oh, that's oh totally, awesome. yeah. And I really enjoy that. Like if I like if I have the morning to myself, like I'll hang play with the cats and I'll do a little bit of gardening, clean the house, do my washing, and to me, I'm like that sort of sets me up for the next day or back on track, you know? So I'm finding like even that or like a walk, we've got a canal very close to our house. It's beautiful. It's such a beautiful walk. So like I haven't had time since we reopened three weeks ago to go for a walk, but like when things maybe calm down a little bit, if that happens, then that's the kind of stuff I want to do. Just put her around and just relax. Like it's just, yeah, it's so important, isn't it as well? So good for your head. You need Yes. And I think this is what this is what lockdown has done for a lot of people. It's changed their perspective. Yeah. yeah. Just on life. Like everything doesn't have to be as fast forward as, you know, yes. as, yeah. as fast as what we, you know, once were living. It's nice to just slow down, yeah. enjoy the finer things and just take time for yourself. That's it. That's it. It's so important. I also, by the way, on, on the topic of your cats, I am a big cat lover. And I love your cats. They are so good. If you only knew, one of them literally just went into the litter box there. And I swear to God, if you were in this room, you would not be a fan of my cats right now. (laughs) Because I can't leave this room now. And she knows that. And that's why she went in there and she made that thing happen. So (laughs) they're great. They're great. But right now they're like, yeah. They are the most gorgeous breed. Absolutely stunning. And they're like, like dogs. Like we, we come home from the studio and they come running down the stairs and they're like, meow 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 they're like where are you how's your day like they literally just talk to you it's crazy and if I called them they would come running it's mad and they're just so do you know the way like I always had this kind of I never had cats before and I had this idea that they were just really standoffish like these cats would just sit in your lap all the time the whole so time loving, they're aren't so they? cuddly yeah they're and so they can really there. sense your emotion as well oh, totally yeah no and they're, they're amazing just... they're upstairs now running around I can hear them running around upstairs they just left me that present so (laughs) and now you've got to sit in it lovely I'm gonna sit here yeah (laughs) um so about your diet and and stuff like that I don't want to go too too too, into too much detail but are you conscious of your diet I see that yeah I know that you're vegan I've followed you like that I've watched your stuff for a long time and I know you have these beautiful green shakes in the morning I don't know Mm. if you still do but yeah yeah I've always seen that you've had those so how you know what does diet mean to you are you conscious you just you try to get you know what's that like for you I'm trying I'm definitely trying to be more conscious of my good nutritional intake like I would definitely drink I drink I definitely drink the juices still every day but it was when do you remember I had cancer two years ago I do I I got yeah and that's what made me really think like you gotta be careful about what you're putting in your body you know here am I talking about drinking wine during lockdown but like definitely 
I'm more conscious now since that event. And that's why I would take in an awful lot of green juices and I would try to make sure I keep my vitamin intake really, really high. So like I also went recently, I went to a herbalist and got like just an elixir of herbs. So like ginseng for energy and like this and that. He just put like a concoction together. And I love being aware of what's going in my body like that, just knowing that it's just good. And then like my diet. Yeah, of course, I'm vegan. So I would eat an awful lot of like I don't porridge for breakfast or I'd have scrambled tofu for breakfast and then I'd have whole grain rice lentils for lunch so it's very it's fairly clean now um but then obviously you'd have like on a Saturday night you'd have like a nice big pasta dish glass of red so like I do think I'm balanced but I'm more cautious of like I would try not to eat processed foods really anymore because I do think they're so bad for you and yeah so I'm definitely more more cautious now I obviously eat loads of vegetables as well so like dinner I got really gotten into just when I come back from the studio just chuck in a tray of roast vegetables like vegetables to roast just like olive oil over them and then by the time I come out of my shower and I get myself ready I just have that with like a handful of pasta it's just so tasty you know whereas before I probably would slammed a sandwich together or something so I'm trying to like get more good stuff in yeah working yeah. on it though it can always be better you know yeah, but you feel better too, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel so much better. But just yeah. circling back to that event in your life, we won't we won't touch on it too much. But I remember that. I remember the day you posted. I, it's. Yeah. I think it did so much for the community. Yeah, yeah. I wondered that. Yeah, bringing awareness. Yeah, I see. This is the thing. I was like, I'm teaching ninety percent women, you know, all the time. And so what had happened was I'd gotten the news and everything. And it was a while, like I'd gotten the news and then it was a while before I posted. But when I got the news, a good, good handful of my friends were like, oh God, I've never had a smear test. And I was like, oh my, God. oh my God, you know, so, so they brought awareness to me that, that we all need to like get a reminder now and again. So yeah, I, I actually felt like I had to post, you know, I felt like this is not something that I can, I can use this as a, as a way to get people to kind of look after themselves, make sure they're getting their checkups and stuff. And to be honest, I try to post about it every now and again, but then I also don't want to be negative. So I'm like, you know. So. Yeah, no, I, I get, I, I do understand that, understand that, but you, yeah, I think you did so much for, yeah. oh, you know, please. like say, for raising awareness to it and yeah, mm-hmm. the positivity that come out of it because you're here and, you yeah, know, yeah. It's, yeah. it's great. So um, with your supplements now then, what, what supplements mm-hmm. do you take? What, what ones are your big ones? So I'm taking um, vitamin E, I take flaxseed, I take vitamin B, I take um, Siberian ginseng, which is great. Um, I can't remember. He put another group of things into that elixir. I must find out what it is and let you know. But then other than that, I'm taking like I take protein shakes as well, like vegan protein shakes. Other than that, what else do I take? Oh, vitamin D spray. Like just vitamins. Yes. Yeah. So like I wouldn't even say that they're they're very exciting, they're fairly standard, you know, but they are necessary. I'm trying to get more protein in as well. So so I'm I'm taking at least one protein shake a day. Mm-hmm. And it's great for in between classes. So yeah, that's what I'm getting in every morning or trying no, to. That's great. I, I take similar vitamin yeah. B, D, C, just as yes. an absolute minimum, really. Is yes, yeah. So important. Yeah. yeah I actually have to that reminds me I've got to order my multivitamin. I, forgetting to do that so yes it's good this is good I need this conversation put it on your list (laughs) yes 
Honest. so you said you aren't very flexy so does does flexibility not come naturally to you no 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 definitely not wow. no and I think because you know when you're naturally good at something it makes you want to train it more yes. and I was always like from when I started pole I found that I was I was pretty strong like so obviously I have no sporting background but like the strength stuff still somehow came easier to me so I worked on my strength probably a little bit too much in terms of like my balance wasn't great with my flexibility training. And it's only in the last two years that I've really started to stretch and stretch safely and, and try to advance myself. But yeah, no, I'm definitely not naturally flexible. Christ, no. So how way- do, you, do, you, do you feed it into your training or do you, how does, yeah. you know, do you, you know when you structure your training lessons for you I mean I mean yeah. do you get actually before I even ask that do you get any time at all for yourself for training and if so well so, I haven't actually trained much the last three weeks just because it's been nuts at the studio like the amount of classes I'm doing I I've been doing like the jiu-jitsu I've been doing the pull and push conditioning with Michael and Sarah and I've been doing like maybe an online flexibility class and it's great to feel like a student you know you just log in and and you can do a class but I haven't actually had like a solid do you know those sessions where you're putting stuff together for classes yes so I've had those sessions because I'm like right I need to class plan and I need to see if this combination works and things like that but I haven't actually done a belt or a training session in a while but if I were training so like and I'm going to teach at mountain pole camp next week so obviously yeah so it's great because I'll actually only be teaching like 12 classes when I'm over there so that means I'll actually have time to train when I'm over there I'm really excited so if I'm structuring my training my flexibility stuff now has to go at the end like I I used to just get up and like roll up my sleeves and walk out of the studio after after training and now I'm just trying to be really careful to stretch out all the muscles that have been used you know you know yourself no definitely yeah but I do think you're right those those that time where you do get where you're like running through combos for classes and stuff like that and then you're teaching on top of that for a couple of hours that is in itself a training session isn't it it's just just not necessarily it might not be on your saved list for some things that you want to do yourself but you still get that time in can we talk about how big all of our save lists are probably <laughs> mine is outrageous I'm like where do I think who do I think I am that I can do all these things I'm like oh I bet you, and do you know when you have something on your save list and you're like right this is going to be grand and you set yourself up and then you're like this is impossible like the things that you think you can do <laughs> looking on Instagram and then your body is like nah no that's not happening I have spoken about this with every person I've spoken to and someone yeah. else said the other day like I don't know who I think I am when I'm yeah, yeah. These videos. yeah who am I like it's, it's Terry get a grip you know yeah so but funny. the best part about it is that when you're when you're viewing it and you're watching it and you're like yeah I can do that that's yeah easy safe yeah yeah and then you get to the studio and you're like absolutely not this is a rude awakening yeah so is that how you structure your training sessions or you know when you do get some time is it through your saved on instagram yeah so i would i would pick a couple of things like let's say for example do you know the way you know when you go into the studio what mood you're in so sometimes it's like keep the leggings on keep the socks on and then i'd have a saved list of like floor work that i want to do or like a couple of floor tricks, like simple stuff that maybe doesn't need um, grip or height on the pole or anything like that. So depending on how I'm feeling, I will totally go to my Instagram save list and I'll pick depending on what I want to do. And then if it's a pole, 
session, then I always try to structure my warm-up towards what I want to do as well. Yeah. But then you get those days where you're like, right, I'm going to re-warm up my shoulders, my back, and I'm going to do some deadlifts, I'm going to do some muscle-ups. And then you get into your session and you're like, oh, I think I'll just put my pants on and just do some split rolls. And then next thing you've got your heels on, you're like, how did this happen? You know, so I try to structure it, but sometimes my body tells me it wants to do something else. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. totally understand that. And I do think you're totally right. It's, it's about the mood that you're in. And even so, yeah. sometimes you can be like, I'm going to train splits today, for example, like there's a splitty move. Yeah. And then you might be like warming up and your muscles might be a bit tight because you've done yeah. something the day before. Yeah, yeah. And then you just have to abandon it and find something yeah. else to do. And then, and the great thing about pole though, isn't it? It's like you can literally do like so many things so many different categories of pole so if you're not feeling this there's always something else to do that's mm-hmm. the wonder of it isn't it that's why like it's a great thing about teaching too you're like oh your body doesn't like that move well then here's an alternative and you know depending on people's flexibilities or strengths or proportions even you know sometimes yeah. you have to you have to just go to plan b and the great thing is plan b is still deadly you know you're always going to get something out of it so yeah and this is why you train with other people too that like other instructors yeah. everybody teaches differently different yes. styles um yeah and you can learn yeah. so much from so many people yeah yeah no totally and I love um that's another thing I liked about lockdown was I was teaching the strength and conditioning classes and then I was teaching zoom poll classes and then I was signing up to other people's classes and the fact like even just to log in and do someone else's warm-up and have someone else even if you could already do the movement the way they explain it is so so much more like it can help you to understand how to maybe explain it to someone else in different ways like it just really broadens your experience so definitely doing classes helps as well you can take it yeah and it allows you to be open-minded and like you say you learn who doesn't want to be who doesn't want to be better and yeah be able to communicate in different ways and yeah Yeah. I I totally agree so do you spend a lot of time on like recovery and 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 I'm tying in that with massage do you do you have monthly massages you know what does that look like for you so I've recently started going so I've been going to physio every week because which no I know it sounds bad but actually I had a couple of little names. I couldn't get in touch with my physio for ages. He was just flat out. And then by the time I booked in with him, I had worked up a couple of little things that needed to be sorted. So like, like that, just my, my forearm flared up and like I had this knot in my ankle, things like that, little things and um, sprain my finger in jujitsu. So like things like that. And he's really good at like, he would do obviously dry needling, but he also does lasering. So like to kind of get the blood flow back in, if you've injured, like something like a sprain, he can just laser that and it will sort of heal a little bit quicker so that he's sounds amazing yeah he's very good he's brilliant so I booked in every week and I was like right I'm gonna take care of my body now because I'm back it was a bit of a shock to the system because I was not teaching 30 classes a week I was teaching during the week but it was definitely not that many so I decided that I'm gonna just keep going back to him every week for like six weeks and then after that I'm gonna go every two weeks and then after that I'm gonna go every three weeks but I'm making myself go at least every once a month because I don't know if you do this but like I would wait to go to physio until I'm injured you know what I mean I would wait until something happened and then I'm like oh crap now I need help you know so what I'm trying to do now is get like um flushes done so like where he's just going to flush out the muscle like a strong massage and like deal with this niggle deal with that niggle but just keep your muscles sort of preemptively 
Yeah, you have um, to because it, it's, it's, like, it's too late, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, so let's say your wrist goes, for example, yeah. and then you can't get an appointment for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it builds. Yeah, which is what it? happened to me. That's what happened. And then it all sort of like, like things were starting to transfer up and, you know, things like that. So definitely I'm going to prioritize it a lot more than I was. Of course, during lockdown, I feel I didn't need to because I wasn't doing as much. But now I'm like, right, Terry, you're going to physio. Yeah, but I God, mean, you have a lot. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have to. Go. But all of us, yeah. And it's funny because my girls, like some someone in my class, and I'd say, oh, have this little niggle in my shoulder and go to physio. Like it's so important. To, and it's like going to the doctor. You have to keep on top of that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm back on top of it now. <laughs> and I think that even ties into like your, your food and supplements. Again, looking after your body in exactly the same way. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah, it's self-love. And that's something that I figured out um, like in the last couple of years as well. After like that event, I was like, right, I need to love myself. I need to take care of myself. And I think I was just all go, 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 go. And it was almost like it was just a bit of a like the regime that I had was just like no pain, no gain. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And now I'm like, no, hang on a second. You're 35. Like shit's getting real here. You know, you need to start minding yourself so I consider it self-love now it's necessary you know and you're never going to get another body so might as well take care of it I totally totally agree so my last question for you is around your goals at the moment what are you working on you know what if you have you got anything that you would like to achieve and that can be really broad by the way it doesn't necessarily have Mm. to be with training is you know could be anything with Mm. like do you think you'll compete again anything like that what, what what's a goal for so, you at the moment so my my goal at the moment is just to build up the studio because of course all of us have taken a bit of a hit so my goal at the moment is just just work my ass off and build up the studio again um just to get it back to a place I'm happy with and then I want to start giving some classes to instructors so that I can just take a bit more of a step back and then I really want to try more of this I want to get more involved in this jujitsu like I definitely think I'm going <laughs> to go down hooked. that road yeah I'm hooked I'm going to go down that road and I'd love to compete in that maybe and oh. not, yeah but not that I don't want to compete in pole but I feel like I feel like I'd rather with pole what I love about it at the moment those my goals are centering around just sharing my knowledge so teaching so if I'm going somewhere and I'm teaching workshops and I do a showcase that would make me really happy. Whereas I think if I compete now, I'd put myself under a lot of pressure and, you know, I'd, I'd rather maybe compete in something else just to try broaden my experiences. Yeah. Well, you've but got yeah, those, really fond, the, the, those really fond memories of when you yeah, did compete. That's it. That's it. So I don't not never say never, but just at the minute, like for the next year or so, I want to build up the studio. I might compete in jujitsu if I get good enough. And then just yeah keep teaching and teaching around the world obviously it's a bit of a different situation now but like just the joy that that brings me you know teaching people of all levels you know yourself it's just the best feeling in the world so I I really I feel like I'm on track with my goals like I'm already I'm I'm stepping into them which is great so I want to keep that and then in terms of like yeah personal goals is just find that balance you know yeah so balance is key now isn't it I think yes. that's the biggest yeah. thing that a lot of people have taken away from the, the lockdown mm-hmm. and the pandemic it's having it, it means more yeah than, than yeah, what yeah. it once did yeah no absolutely so definitely for me it's like 
try to keep up with my slightly newfound flexibility training and then you know keep eating well and keep getting physio and like just yeah recovery like you said just looking after myself so I'm trying to I'm gonna try to tick every box rather than just ticking the one box 10,000 times do you know that way so yeah. definitely yeah we've learned a lot haven't we the last year so that's yeah. what's important it's that balance yeah, yeah balance and just taking care of yourself what are your goals Becky you know what I'm so at the moment I'm trying to transition from working full-time mm. to going down sort of reduced hours to be able to do what I love so yeah. much more and again that comes down to balance yeah 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 and just, just having the work-life balance that yeah. I that I really want and when because I was working an 80 percent uh, an 80 percent week last year when the when we were in the, like the real mid pandemic and I so I had, was working Monday to Thursday had Fridays off and every Friday I had clients booked in in the morning which I absolutely love doing yeah. and then I would go like paddle boarding in the afternoon and just oh, have the fun. the afternoon to myself and I really want that back oh that's amazing um, yeah so for me the biggest goal is is work-life balance but in yeah. terms of pole I just want to get stronger for me I love strength training and yeah. I'm, I'm a bit like you I'm not naturally flexible so mm-hmm. for me you know going to the studio and training flexibility would never be my number one it would yeah. always be INX any anything yeah. that was you know anything that looks strengthy deadlift yeah flips Badass. I'm really into flips at the moment oh um, deadly oh my fit. I love flips anything like that so for me I just want to because I feel like I'm getting stronger so I want to see how far I can push the strength yeah oh my god that's a good um that's a good goal right there yeah I want I want to I want to know how far I can I can push push myself what's your goal move what's your like holy grail move do you know what I think but I've never I've never tried it so I need mm. to go to someone to teach me or at least get the balls to teach myself because I feel like in my I think about this so much but it's a fungi oh yes I've never I've never done one I don't know yeah. I don't really know why um yeah but I've never been taught it or anything like that so I even need to go to someone to teach me or I no I, I keep thinking I can teach myself but I'm too scared yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think oh for God, me that's such a good goal yeah I think uh, um a fungi or yeah to, but then not just a fungi I want to be able to put it into a routine I want to be able yes. to up down up down and INX, spring up. out of it yeah wow oh my god but, I want to see this routine can I tune in when you're doing this routine I'll be like taking notes wow that sounds so I just, cool. want, I just want to learn more flips that's what I yeah. I really I love I, I you 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 described it perfectly it's like gymnastics on a pole yeah and yeah. for me I love that side of things I love yeah. the, you know even doing rings is so yeah. much fun yeah it just feels good doesn't it just like you just your muscles cannot help but just get an ass kicking and you just feel amazing after yeah yeah I love feeling strong because it just makes me so proud of what I can do yeah 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 sure and it's actually made me it's made me stop looking at my body in a way of thinking that maybe I'm not uh, you know maybe I need to be skinnier or you know like for you know self-awareness yeah 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 we're so we're so hard on our bodies aren't we we're so like oh you know you need to like I I look at myself I'm like oh you need to trim down a bit and you need to do a bit of this and a bit of that and then I'm like look what your body can do like yeah you know we and of course we do appreciate our bodies but when you think about something like a fungi 
you're like for god's sake like that you know being able to do that is has got absolutely nothing with how nothing to do with how you look and so it's so refreshing to just be like i need to put my arm like this i need to twist my hips like that and it just takes away all the kind of like yeah the the harshness of i find like when i started training flips and stuff like that the dynamics that you needed it's it had nothing to do with like almost not that it didn't have anything to do with how it looked but it was the dynamic of it and yeah. the strength and the power of your muscles so definitely i would totally agree you start looking at your body a different way for what it can do yeah and i've really started to love doing dynamics that is my favorite favorite way of training yeah. for sure um and even with so i kettlebell train on the side um which even in itself you need to refeed you need to eat more yeah um, and even with training and the style of training that I like it's made me think about food differently as well yes. fueling my it's body energy like, yeah fuel totally yeah, yeah. Who, who cares if you know I'm um, about the whole carb situation or yeah you know if I'm hungry I'm hungry and if it's 10 o'clock yeah. at night then so be it <laughs> yeah well this is it and we we have to eat at that at that time like I come yeah. home and literally have passed out at 10 o'clock at night I mean certainly I've looked at like when we were talking about diet earlier even things like having a big massive I have like rice and lentils for lunch and it feels like such a huge meal before I teach but if I don't eat that I'll be halfway through my classes and I'll be like you know slumped so yeah you're totally right just gotta get them yeah if I don't have I have to have carbs at lunch too like you before I teach before I teach because it's it's the way I feel I've done it a couple of times not through any fault of my own just circumstances I've been in and I haven't been able to eat properly and then I feel so shit when I drive home from the studio and I'm like I don't feel like I gave those girls the best lesson that they that they could have had they put they know no different and they no no they they come away and they're like that was amazing that was such a fun session and in my head I'm like oh my god I feel so bad like I could have delivered yeah so much better but yeah you know, it does impact you a little bit as well doesn't it of course. not that not yeah, anyone knows it is. no exactly but you do feel it you feel your energy dip yeah absolutely yeah and it's not nice because you almost have to be like I'm stood there before I'm like the warm-up starting and I'm like come on <laughs> yeah yeah come on punching yourself in the feet you can do this you can yeah do this. wake up wake up yeah but no well Terry thank you so 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 much for joining me this has been thank you amazing and oh, it's been nice wonderful chat. to speak to you yeah it's been so lovely and it's nice to like zoom meet you as well which is great. yeah and it's just nice to connect zoom with the great. industry yeah no totally I think what you're doing is brilliant so um thank you send so me much some links actually so I can share them because I know the girls my girls would love to watch all of your interviews so they probably wouldn't watch mine they'd be like oh, I see her all the time but definitely <laughs> send me on some links because I'd love to share them yeah brilliant what you're doing thank it's you great. so thank much you. well thank you so for thank joining you. me see you soon